going viral, post after post after post, everything hitting, and I'm like, I made it, like, my life is good, green. And I couldn't really tell, but when I stopped being that certain way, a lot of people that used to watch me, they stopped watching. Views went down, money went down, everything went down, and I'm like, man, like, what am I gonna do? Like, I don't, I don't really know what to do. I'm realizing that it's just about, like what he said, keeping your head down, like, stay focused. You putting this stigma in your head, oh, it's so hard to do it, you making a thousand excuses as to why you can't. I don't think you do, just get started. That's what I was talking just get started. And then once you get started, flow with it. Don't worry about the numbers, because guess what? When you first start, you got zero people. Every one of us up here, no matter how many followers we got, we started at zero. Nobody came up here and started with a million followers. Video content is almost like a diary in a sense. Like I go back and look at my old videos that I made five years ago. Man, that's where I was at in life. Fact. And then I'm gonna keep making content and five years from now, I'm gonna look back like, man, I done did this podcast. I done met these cool people. Like, so I feel like it's just, just live life. Just do you and it's, it's gonna happen. Like it's just gonna come. You can't just stop because you hurting. Like take that time for yourself, but make sure you think it to yourself. Bills don't stop. Like you said, give it to God. God gonna, God gonna guide you through every part of your life. You might be thinking, God, why you putting this on me? Why you doing this? Why you doing this? God doing that for a reason. Just sit down and talk to him. Boom, you straight. Just stop trying to, yeah, try to figure it out by yourself. You, your own understanding can f*** you up. What's good, y'all? Welcome back to Growing Pains Podcast. Today, we have a live audience, and we're doing a roundtable based on content creation. Exactly. Make some noise. Let's get it. Woo! so ready to skip to the next part. Right, y'all don't let me finish. Bruh, I was literally talking. Travis so ready to skip to the next part. When we be doing... Exactly. Y'all ain't even let me you know, introduce y'all. Everyone let us introduce ourselves. He be like, hey, y'all, I'm Trey. This is my podcast. Bro, Nobody else is. Let's get started. <laughs> You capping. So yeah, this is Growing Pains Podcast. We talk about business and the life of a young adult. We standing on business. We growing. Yeah. We elevating. Let's yeah. get it. Yeah. So today we talking about content creation. We got these dope content creators up here. Yes. And we could start off with the first lady and you could introduce yourself. Hey, I'm Kai Monique. Um, as I know, I am a content creator. I do yes. YouTube, TikTok, and I own businesses. And yeah. Yes. <laughs> Okay, cool. So, me, I, I, I was making so. Uh, I'm Justin, um, also known as Glow Jays. I also do social media, um, all social media platforms, and mostly my number one thing is day trading, so I'm, I trade. Oh, that's what's up. What's going on, world? My name is Lovato, uh, content creator across all platforms. I make music, and I'm a Christian creator also. It's what's going on? I'm Cash. Um, I make content as well. I'm a student at GSU. Um, I make music as well. I'm really just like getting into all the arts, figuring out what I want to do, but I'm having fun while I'm doing it, so yeah. Yes. Yes, I'm Yanni. I own a Christian streamer brand called Wise Label, and I use it to help young adults grow their relationship with God so that they can find their purpose. Yes, sir. Let's get it. And I'm Travion. I have a content creation agency production. We do all things, so we're doing thumbnails. YouTube video edits, all of that. I work with your favorite content creators and I help them build first impressions. Let's get it. Yes, and this is my camera. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> hey, y'all. I'm Jada. I'm a couture fashion designer. I make these pants or whatever. Yeah. Period. Talk and... today. Y'all go shop. <laughs> yeah, and this is our podcast. <laughs> Yeah, so we got some truth or false content questions. So I'm going to say the question, and y'all can give y'all feedback if y'all think it's true or false, and then elaborate, okay? So <laughs> the first question is, 
Do y'all think social media breaks up relationships? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's go. Yeah. We can go this yeah. way. So. I'm gonna let y'all go. Okay. okay. We'll go this way. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. So, I say yes because, okay, say for example you're in a relationship. I'm going to say from a woman's perspective and everything, y'all know how men be in women likes and everything like that. Yeah. Half, like, you know, half naked women and everything, but let you post something like that. Your yeah. man going to be like, what you doing? So, I feel like it's a lot of, you know, and sometimes, not saying that's insecurity because that's not insecurity at all, mm-hmm. but I feel like Social media can put some insecurities on women and men as well, and then it could just make them clash and it just fuck. Why are you trying to cuss? But mess everything up. So right. Okay, yeah. I see that. Nah, I definitely agree. Just because it'd be like, let's say you know I got a girl, or whatever. I post her now. It's like I've exposed her to the world. You know what I'm saying? Now it gives opinions. Now we're allowing opinions, and regardless of how bulletproof you say you are, some of them comments might get to you or her. You know what I'm saying? Somebody might be like, run, or they, they love that one like run or don't mess with that person whatever the case may be and then it's like to me personally i kind of like my private life private you feel me it's like most of my life already in it anyway so it's like i want some of mine that people don't or can't have access to so i feel like it's way better to keep it private off the internet okay i agree i feel like yeah i feel like um when a lot of people get in uh social media relationships it become kind of business most of the times it turns into a business and i feel like that's never like it's supposed to be private like a relationship is to be intimate and when you turn it into a business, it's like it's bound for people to come into it and put they they words in it. Like you you should be with somebody better than that, or he should be with somebody better than that. And it's like they got together because they love each other. But then they start looking at each other like, man, maybe we probably could get better people. And it's thousands of options when you go on social media, so it's over with. Like, okay. That's real. Yeah, I was gonna say my original answer was gonna be no because I feel like you know if this is someone that you see day in and day out and y'all both do social media, you're gonna be so locked in to the point where the comments is just outside noise. Like we so locked in, we both know what's going on in the real world that whatever happened on digit, like digitally, like right. it don't even make sense. You know what I'm saying? Like we, we're not even gonna feed into that, but I do wanna piggyback off what everybody else is saying. Like eventually, like you said, nobody's bulletproof. Eventually something's gonna get you where it's like, all right, are they really like, you know what I'm saying? Like you gonna start feeding into all the BS. So I'm about to say, yeah, dude, like eventually like you're gonna get tired of seeing that. You're gonna get tired of people judging you saying what they think was going on and it's complete opposite like it's eventually gonna eat at you so real quick real quick if you're not subscribed to the channel what are you doing tap in tap in twin take a five second break and go subscribe exactly we got so much on our channel y'all we got vlogs we got challenges we got silent library we got everything so what are you doing like what are you doing? go subscribe right what now what are you doing <laughs> go, go subscribe stand on business. go stand on business stand exactly. on business yeah <laughs> So do you think there's a better chance of a relationship working if the person also has like a big following uh, on social media as well? Like say if it's a person who's not really into social media like that, you feel like it has a less chance of working if the person really isn't like a influencer or anything like that. You're saying if it's like a big person dating somebody small? Uh, Yeah, like. I'm gonna tell you, cause I ain't gonna lie. For me, me personally, anytime let's say I'm, I'm caught outside with somebody that's like not on social media, it won't hit no blogs, it don't do none of that. But if I'm with another influencer, my blog immediately. So now I make it a bigger, you know, a big situation. Okay, yes, ma'am. Yeah. Oh, you said it. Because, okay, so yes, because, okay, so when you dating somebody and y'all damn it, oh, I keep cussing, sorry. Are you good? <laughs> it's like be yourself. <laughs> if y'all, if y'all like at the same level, sometimes they can mess things up. Y'all gonna try to look at each other like, 
private competition. And some people don't like that. And on top of that, if you do date somebody smaller than you, sometimes that smaller person can feel like they're small. That's and true. like, dang, like, you are bigger than me. You probably is making more than me. And it's going to be competition again. So I don't know. Yeah, it's true. I feel like these are good questions, though, because, um, like, again, with the social media, if you say my partner is at the same level that I am, like you said, competition, subtly, you might not even notice it, but they make a video, say y'all both boom, shooting content one day, you post your video, it do cool. She posts her video, it do way better than yours. Like, I feel like when you make videos over, and this is our career, you know what I'm saying? This yeah. is our job, so you can be like, man, like, why my video ain't hit like that? And, like, you shouldn't even be thinking those thoughts because y'all was just vibing, having a good time. So it's like, I don't know. I see that. Definitely getting, laying low, getting with somebody that's not on social media, I feel like would be the better option. But if the person's dope, the person's dope. So I don't care if she's big or small. I'm going to still rock with her. But It's crazy, though. I ain't going to lie. I look at it completely different, though. Like, let's say my girl, her video go crazy and mine flop. I'm like, somebody on the same one. You feel me? Yeah. Like, a lot of people are not going to think like that. That's how I be that's thinking. It's like, I'm like, at least both of us ain't flop. Somebody, somebody went viral. It's, it's cool. You feel me? So it's like. I was gonna ask that, like, do y'all, as men, do y'all care about, you know, your girl being like the breadwinner in the content space or, you know, getting the most amount of views and stuff? You don't? Maybe it's because, I mean, content is not maybe my main thing, but um, nah, not at all. Gotcha. I mean, as long as we both winning, you know what I'm saying? It don't really matter who, who got the most, as long as we both got something to bring to the table. Yeah, and I feel like your partner is also like a representation a bit. Like what your brand is, so again, like you said, a win for her is a win for me too. You know what I'm saying? Like we both on the same team for real. So I agree on that 100%. And also, like me personally, like the person I'm talking to right now, she makes content. She literally inspires me. Like she motivate me. She, I ain't gonna lie. Like sometimes when I'm shopping, she has a sense of style too. Like she like, hey, you should wear that. I'm like, you know what? That's that's hard. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I I I learn from her. Yeah. So constantly being around her every day, like I realized when I first met her to now, like she's helped me become a better person. So. Y'all public? Huh? Y'all public? Yeah. <laughs> you said huh? <laughs> I bet. So we got to, uh, so we have a few true or false questions before we get into the actual one. So the uh, next thing that I have is with TikTok, you could grow like a big following. You could grow 6 million followers, 10 million. And so do y'all believe that it's hard to get that audience off the platform and into another space like Instagram or mm, YouTube channel? Mm -hmm. What I did? So my TikTok is currently like 2.5 million followers. What I did when I was first born, I might've had like four or 500,000 followers on TikTok, but only had 50,000 on Instagram. I said, nah, this gotta be, I wanna be cross-platform. So what I did, my videos, I wouldn't put the whole video on my TikTok. I would like stop at the best part. Like soon as it was about to go crazy. And I'd be like full video on my Instagram. Everybody wants my Instagram. Then I started hitting the algorithm. Yeah, and I started hitting that Instagram algorithm, you know, within the reels, like the reels algorithm, it started hitting because of the traffic that was coming from an outside source. And it just started flowing, and I just kept doing it like that. That's a bar. Uh, for me personally, like, I feel like I can't give a concrete answer because, you know, my, my following started from YouTube, and then this is prior to short form. I've been making content for nine years. Yeah, like, about I say a decade, like, when I was a young and, like, just yeah. whipping at the camera. So, I don't know. I feel like my, my following started with YouTube, and then... Um, I was kind of late to the short form content. Like, I, that's one of my biggest things I be thinking about. Like, man, when TikTok first came out, I wish I should have hopped on the app. But I was still on the YouTube daily vlog, and the game is going to change. Like, it's always going to change. Like, you got to keep it up. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, people don't like the same, but you got to stay with the trends. So, um, I feel like for me, like, 
it's right now I'm contemplating like, okay, how can I get all these people that's on my TikTok to go to my Instagram? So these questions resonate with me right now because, <laughs> you know what I'm saying, I've already had the YouTube following. They went to my you I mean, they went to my Instagram and now I'm starting to get this TikTok, you know what I'm saying, I'm making videos at GSU, they going viral. Mm-hmm. So now I've been thinking like, okay, how can I get these people on my other pages so they know that, okay, the new people, oh, he make TikToks, he make YouTube videos too, he make, you know what I'm saying, yeah. post fit pics on Instagram, he get fly, all that. So, nice. I don't know, I'm thinking about these right now, like currently, so. Me too. That's good. <laughs> now, in fact, that's why we're asking these questions, so that everybody can, you know, gain some value. Yeah, most definitely. Yes. Oh. I agree. Um, when I first started YouTube, I had a big TikTok following, and so what I did was I would start to, similar to him, I would start to take my TikTok, my YouTube videos and put it on Instagram and I would wait to get to the good part and I would stop it and I would say full video out on YouTube. Man, my YouTube went up to like 200,000 subscribers from that alone. So TikTok is definitely a great avenue and you can gain fast. It's 600,000 people joining TikTok a day. So you can gain on there like posting three times a day and you start promoting what you really want to promote and it's going, you're going, you're going to go up. Like it's bound to happen. Okay. Well, me. I don't do the stuff that y'all like y'all to do because like I do different type of content. Right. Like for YouTube, it's like that's my life. Yeah. And when it comes to like TikTok and stuff, I do fit videos. So when people see my fits on Instagram, they be like, Oh, where you get this from? I'd be like, go to my TikTok and you see. Because mm-hmm. I say everything, like where I got my shirts, hands, shoes, whatever, you're gonna see it on there and that's how people are gonna notice me. And then on top of that, as soon as people like I got fan pages. So yeah. Right on my fan page, they post my YouTube, they do all of that. They clip it up. So I have people who tip me as well, who's like my supporters. Mm-hmm. They're really my family, so. No, for sure. But I have like different types of ways for everybody to see who I am and come to my platform. Mm-hmm. Alright, so the, the, oh, my bad. Oh, the last truth or, uh, how do I say, truth or dare? <laughs> uh, true or false that we have is, um, true or false, are pranks played out? People be like faking with the pranks, like it'd be the ring like right there. It's like, bro, we see the camera. <laughs> <laughs> like, if it's been in a car, I know you see it on the windshield. <laughs> yeah, I hate those though. Yeah. Hate nah, those. for real. So, have y'all done pranks? And like, what do y'all think about doing them? I ain't never did a prank. I did a prank. Okay. Yeah. It was fun. I ain't even gonna hold you. I always want to see your reaction. So, yeah. yeah, it's like, it's like. It depends on the prank too, cause like I've been pranked to the point where I really want to slap the shit out you. <laughs> so it's like, it depends on the prank, but it was fun. But now like the content that I'm doing now, now that I'm not in a relationship and I'm doing everything on my own, I like the stuff that I'm doing, like travel vlogs, my life, all that. So yeah. I think it is played out though. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I say it's plagues. You got to think your audience. I, I be noticing a lot of these YouTube pay, like channels that was built off pranks and stuff like that. They not hot no more. But the reason why it was kids watching you. They not yeah, kids they no more. They not and, and things them kids not kids no more no more. So now they these kids grown. They don't care about no pranks no more. You feel me? So it gets to a point where it's like you only care about what forty year old watching pranks. You feel me? That's so. true. Cause it's it's like people resonate with y'all now because y'all have grown through y'all content pages. So it's like. People have grown with y'all, and so if you don't elevate the content, then people are no longer gonna pay attention to it. It's just like a prime example of like people going to like nowadays kids. They don't necessarily shop at Journeys or you know kid clothing stores. They want to shop like how their favorite influencers look, so how you may dress or how you may dress, how what car you may have, different things like that. What follower of faith that you may have. So it's like they want to compare to their favorite influencers and not necessarily do kid stuff. <laughs> you feel me? Now, I go crazy. 
I actually like agree with that mm-hmm. because on one of my vlogs, I actually went to Journeys to get some Converse's for my costume. Mm-hmm. And it was people in the comments like, oh, I haven't been there in so long. Like, they maybe went. I need to go back in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right when they see their favorite influencer doing that, they going to do it too. That's yeah, a fact. They going to do it too. I like that. Nah, yeah. that's a fact. And I be noticing with me, I ain't going to lie y'all. I'm not no fashion person. I come from the country. Like, I come from Arkansas. So that being said, I don't know fashion. I tried to tap into it. But then it was like, like I told y'all before this started, I, I was been doing something the way me. You feel me? I'd rather just wear a Nike sweatsuit every day, like different colors. Like, that's my vibe. You feel me? But... Like you said, what resonates with me is cars. People like get motivated by cars, travel, lifestyle, houses, whatever the case may be. And I, I, I resonate with that because it'd be like, you know, for you, you know you're gonna transcend with fashion. Mm-hmm. Me, it's like the cars and cribs that transcends to like motivate people that way. So it's also just finding your lane on, just being yourself for real, for real. Okay. It's amazing being yourself. Do we, um, do you wanna, okay. Yeah, we'll pray for dead. Yeah, one. <laughs> for sure, I feel like, again, like sort of piggybacking on the last answer that I gave, I feel like, you know, times change. People get older. Like, right. nobody's sitting there watching a fake prank anymore. Like, it was funny when we was kids, because, like, when you're kids, entertainment, you're so, I don't, I don't want to use the word, well, I'm going to use the word gullible, but not so intense. But, like, you know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. Like, nobody's trying to see that no more. That's true. No, for sure. Okay. Did you want to go? Nah, same thing. I agree with all, all the answers. Okay. Yeah. For sure. So, we already went over, like, you know, is YouTube the best platform to build and stuff like that? And y'all all pretty much said, well, we asked if, is it hard to get your TikTok audience on the different platforms? And y'all basically went over that. Uh, one of the last questions was, YouTube is, is YouTube the best platform to build a community? Yeah. Okay. I ain't gonna, I say, no. I ain't gonna lie, this with it, sorry to interrupt you. This how I feel, right? So, I built my main, my main platform has been short form. So, like, Instagram Reels, Facebook Reels. TikToks and YouTube shorts, right? My YouTube has 600,000 subscribers. However, what I did notice is with my short form of content, when I was just doing that, people can't really feel me. They don't know me, so they don't feel like they got a connection with me. But then when I started doing long form YouTube, and I was like, I'm letting people in my life, they really can feel me. And people tell me all the time, like, I feel what you were saying. I saw the process, you went through that, then that, but it all came from the YouTube long form videos. It wasn't coming from the short form. So when community, and I say a real diehard fan base is gonna come from YouTube because they can get you got to think, how can you really like me or feel me if you only see me for a minute and a half on a, a TikTok mm-hmm. in comparison to a 30-minute YouTube video where you can really feel like you know me? You know what I'm saying? And on top of that, when it comes to, like, short-form content, I'm sure y'all know we got to chop it up where it's like, all right, we got to make sure they locked in the entire the minute. You know what I'm saying? So with YouTube, like, um, you know, you can make these 50-minute videos. And I ain't going to lie, it sounds crazy, but you could sort of just yap. But like even they yapping, if they watching you while you yapping, really not talking about nothing, that's how they build a bond. They feel like they know you. They feel like they in the car with you while you going to the gas station. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, yo, I just got a McChicken. You ain't saying just random stuff, but like they rock with it. Like that's, and he just got a McChicken. Like I be eating them too. I, I, I eat them too. You feel me? It's relatable. Yeah. 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 So how about uh, Kaya and Lovato? I say yes and no because I do agree with you were saying. But even with the short film, I know some influencers who do short film, and people are actually like, do another one, do another one. Mm-hmm. So it's yeah. like, the short film, they're going to keep pulling people into your life. Because I did a short film before, like a little small little vlog on my TikTok. Yeah. And I asked my um, supporters, like, y'all want me to keep doing these? They was like, yes, do these. Mm-hmm. So I feel like TikTok and YouTube. Gotcha. Yeah. Like, yeah. They go hand in yeah, hand. Yeah, they go hand they in do. hand. They do. They do. And I like what you said about like just the teasers, you gotta cut it down. So like for me, I edit for like Queen and Clarence um, and their YouTube channels. And at first I thought it was just like, oh, you add all these sound effects, you add all this music 
and you just go from there. But now mm-hmm. they told me like, nah, that's not it. Like you gotta really be intentional about what you're pulling. Like the title gotta match the teaser in the beginning, the clip for it that's going on Instagram and TikTok, like that has to match. So it's like all those details. Um, and the one thing I see with all of y'all content is y'all really keep y'all edits like simple. Like you're not adding a bunch of effects and stuff. And when I first started editing for them, that's something that they told me, like you don't have to do a bunch of effects and music and stuff like that. Yeah. Oh my bad. I feel like that came with also like, cause I used to be like, man, when I used to edit in Final Cut, it's sound effect every clip. Like yeah. I was going transition, cause I like that's what I was into. I was a kid, so fire emojis, all that. Like I want to just keep it cool. But like as you get older, again, like you know we're getting more mature now. We just want a regular thumbnail that tell you what the what the video yeah. about. When you make the video, you edit it. You can have a sound effect maybe here and there, like if it's like actually necessary. But other than that, like you're the brand, like you are the content. So. You, like I said, you can sit there and yap, but if you are entertaining, you're a content creator, they're going to sit there and watch it. So, right. yeah. That's true. Yeah. Man, y'all killing it. Uh, I agree with everything y'all said. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, what were you about to say? Okay, cool. Now, I ain't going <laughs> to lie. My biggest videos, I feel like on YouTube videos, I, it was no edit. It's like just turning the camera on. I'm talking about 35 minutes straight, no cut. Drop it. Went crazy. I was like, okay, cool. But you think... You think the video can go crazy because you editing and chopping up, doing all that. But in reality, people like organic stuff. That's why I say all the time. People ask me, do you use a camera like for your TikTok? So they're like, why do you still use a phone for TikToks and Instagram? Because it feels homemade. It feels like I'm on the phone watching it. I just want to feel a video, like watch a video, maybe a little blurry. Maybe you feel me? They kind of like that. If it's too perfect or it look too good, for one, the algorithm not going to pick it up. And if two, people not going, they're not going to feel it because they're like, the quality too good. I feel like I'm watching a movie instead of a real life scenario. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because yeah, you was under the camera at first. Yeah, because I, I had just, um, I'm starting to do storytelling more mm-hmm. on my page. And I had edited, you know, I, I recorded it on a camera. I was editing it on Final Cut, and I posted it, did okay. But then I did another video of literally me just standing by the car talking. That blew up. Like, it did so much better. So I'm realizing people like the organic feel, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. I like my videos to feel like I'm on FaceTime with them. Exactly. That's how it that's felt when I was watching Exactly. Yeah, that's what everybody, everybody be like, every time I watch you, you got, you got this aura. Yeah. I, just yeah. like, I just like talking to y'all. Like. And I noticed you don't like, like I noticed that, I noticed in all of y'all vlogs, y'all don't cut out like, the parts where it's silence. Like in your recent vlog, you was like fixing your hair and it was just silence. And I'm like, why did she leave that there? Because like every time I'm getting silent, nine times out of 10, one thing about me, mm-hmm. I'm funny y'all, I'm so funny in my head. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like when I'm silent sometimes, I know for a fact I'm finna say something and I'm gonna forget that I'm recording. And then when I watch it, I be like, when did, when did I just say that? Yeah. And I feel like, Cause like with my friends, I be on FaceTime with them. Mm-hmm. We be silent, dead yeah. silent. Mm-hmm. Probably watching the same show or something. Mm-hmm. And with them, like my supporters, I look at them like my friends and family. Mm-hmm. And I want them to feel like, all right, I'm right there in the room with her. Yeah. So that's why I keep all that in there. Uh, I like that. Cause I feel like I've, I'm just now getting consistent with content for real. But I always felt like when it comes to content, if it, it seems like everything has to be so over overly produced Mm-mm. but hearing what y'all are saying people will rock with it more if you um i guess are creating more organic content yeah. um but i have a question since y'all were talking about community what do y'all feel like are some of like the biggest things that help y'all build like a strong community like if y'all do something y'all community community is going to come out support they're going to rock with y'all so what do y'all feel like or some of the things y'all did personally that helped with that before i gave my supporters like a name is money mafia 
I asked him, I told him, I said, help me with a name for y'all. Mm-hmm. They took the first part of Monique, M-O-N-I, mm-hmm. and said Money Mafia. Uh, and okay. I was like, I like that. So I took it from them and I told them everything. When you give them a name, it's like. Oh, it's different. It's they different. Rep you. Yeah. Yeah, they gonna rep, they gonna yeah. be in your comments, Money Mafia, this, Money like, mafia that's it. Yeah. So why would you do like that? that? And you tell them like, come out support me. Money Mafia gonna come. They gonna support. That's a fact. Yeah. Mind Glow Gang. That's that's like oh, a thing. Yeah, not a fact. Like I feel like it's sort of like along the same lines of what they said. Like even when it comes to like asking your folks what what name should we be, just ask them any question. Like getting them to engage. Like getting them to like be involved with with, with what you're doing. So it could be really as simple as like. Again, like I be, I make fashion content, so I could wake up in the morning and say, "Hey, y'all, should I go Birkenstock or should I go Toga?" The fact that they they do the little questionnaire on Instagram story, I, they all say Toga, and I throw in the Toga. It's like, all right, we rock with Cash because like we all said Toga, and he threw in the Togas. You know what I'm saying? So it's like just little stuff. You gotta. This sounds crazy because it's it's digital, but you gotta remember these are real people. Like these are real people consuming your content, so treat them as such. Like you know what I'm saying? Like I don't know. I don't want to yap too much, but yeah, treat these folks like people. I don't got, I don't have, I don't have a custom name, but I, I mean, I guess I can get one if y'all help me out, but I don't, I don't, I don't, that used to be years ago, huh? I've had one before in the past, but like, I stopped using it. I feel that. So, I got older. what do you feel like uh, you've done to help, like, <laughs> what do you feel like you've done then to help, like, build a strong sense of community if you feel like you've done something different then? Like what we all been saying the whole time, just being yourself, showing true, authentic content, like making sure. I remember it was a time in my life where I had got off social media for a while because I noticed that I was following. I was becoming more so like I was getting stuck in the sauce, like comparison, watching people. And I stopped really following myself, like what I actually wanted to truly do. And then um, once I came back, I started doing that again, being myself. And I realized like those same people that was there before I left was the like they came back. Cause they knew this is you and they're like this is this is the you we know yeah and i'm like okay hey y'all what's up i know you're enjoying the episode but real quick who wants to take a second to talk to y'all hey pull out your phones right now and text the word gp crew to the number down below let's get it go do that right now you're gonna get updates about new drops events and so much more and don't forget to like comment and subscribe now let me get back behind the camera let's get it but you know, the biggest thing with that, people don't understand how simple, like this goes not just for content creation, life in general. Everything is so simple. Like people think getting rich is hard. It's so simple. People think making content is hard. It's so simple. The only reason you feel like that or the reason you're not doing it, everybody around you, they're not doing it either. You know what I'm saying? They're like, or you putting this stigma in your head, oh, it's so hard to do it. You're making a thousand excuses as to why you can't. I don't think you just get started. That's what I was talking about. Just get started. And then once you get started, flow with it. Don't worry about the numbers because guess what? When you first start, you got zero people. Every every one of us up here, no matter how many followers we got, we started at zero. Nobody came up here and started with a million followers. That's just what it was. My first video did not go viral. My second video did not go viral, but I kept going. I didn't go for the, matter of fact, my first video that went viral, I didn't even know it went viral. I had posted it a month ago, and for some reason, TikTok had put it in that algorithm, and it was like, it had hit like a million views way later, right? And it caught, but I didn't care. So a lot of people just look at the point where it's like, oh, I'm not getting the traffic or, oh, I post this video, it didn't do nothing in an hour, I'm taking it down. Like, don't do that. I like that. So I have a question. Um, I feel like being on social media, it's not always gonna be ups. There's gonna be moments where things start getting slow, algorithms start changing. So what do y'all do? Do y'all change the content? Do you like, 
change up how you post? You know what I'm saying? What do y'all do to gain that momentum back? I feel like, oh, you want to go first? I feel like for me personally, like, um, and I really resonate with this too, because when I was younger, I had my first like peak, I guess, like, boom, I'm going viral every single time I post, but I was very relatable, but I was, I wasn't, my, that wasn't my intention. I was just being myself. We, we talked about this. I was just being authentic. So when I was posting, people would resonate with it. But then, you know, I feel like later you start to change subconsciously. And I'm going to say, I'm not going to say I changed my personality, but I started getting, you know, I'm growing. Like I'm, I'm only 21. So I'm growing, I'm getting more interest, and I started going into another whole niche. I'm still into clothes, but I'm dressing differently, and a lot of people started leaving. But like, I still kept my head down because I knew, like, okay, I'm still being authentic to myself. They're not rocking with it. They're not rocking with it. So boom. Then six months later, I'm on a whole different vibe. I don't choose what vibe I'm on. It just comes to me naturally, and now everyone's coming back. So like, I feel like you just got to keep your head down and create. Like, never really like have any intention to go viral. Don't it, it's like you. It got to be bigger than you. You got to have a reason why you're making content. You got to have a reason why I'm not vlogging so people could like think I'm cool or like I don't know. I'm vlogging because like I I feel like video content is almost like a diary in a sense. Like I go back and look at my old videos that I made five years ago. Man, that's where I was at in life. And then I'm gonna keep making content. And five years from now, I'm gonna look back like man. I done did this podcast. I done met these cool people. Like, so I feel like it's just, I don't know, like just live life. Just do you and it's, it's going to happen. Like it's just going to come. I like that. What was the question? <laughs> you know, like when momentum starts dying down online. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, I've been through this this uh, point in my life before too where like everything just like, I was going viral. Post after post after post. Everything hit him and I'm like, I made it. Like my life is good, green. And um, it's when I stopped being that same way, or maybe the times change, I couldn't really tell, but when I stopped being that certain way, a lot of people that used to watch me, they stopped watching, and views went down, money went down, everything went down, and I'm like, man, like, what am I gonna do? Like, I don't, I don't really know what to do. But now that I'm back consistent, I'm realizing that it's just about, like what he said, keeping your head down. Like, you can't really focus on what everybody else is, like how they like your stuff, and if they really, really enjoy it, you just gotta stay focused. And, and as cliche as it sounds, that's just the brutal truth about it. Like, it's millions of content creators out there. As soon as you stop for a week, like, somebody probably done took something that you, you know, somebody that, that was watching you probably done left and went to that person. And you just got to keep your head down and just stay focused and focused on the people that do watch you. And you know what I'm saying? Keep supplying them with whatever you have. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So that's pretty nah. it for me. I ain't going to lie. Speaking of the ups and downs, I, ain't gonna, I really haven't been through the, you know, downs like that source, but that's just because I kind of cross-platform. So I tell anybody, like like we said at the beginning, make sure your Instagram going crazy, TikTok. I have two Facebooks um, and my YouTube. So it's like if the video don't go viral on TikTok, I'm going to get it to go viral somewhere, right? But I still have my downfalls too, right? So everything I do, I still find my way to the shade room all the time. And it's like, okay, cool, right? You're going to have your downs on the internet. I don't care. I stand in front of them. Everybody do. It's whatever you want to call it, right? One thing about the internet, when you going crazy, I promise to God, they're gonna find something about you or pull something and make it bigger than what it is or make you make it seem like, you know what I'm saying, you're a terrible person or you should stop. And my first time, like my first time in the shade room, it was like, I think I was in bed like that two weeks. It was like, nah, it's a, a perception to me that's not right. But then it just got to a point where I said, actually, as a matter of fact, internet not real. You gotta understand internet is not real. So it's like, okay, and people that don't like you today, gonna like you tomorrow. The people that like you today, not gonna like you tomorrow. And then guess what? They're gonna go back and forth. And that's just what it's always gonna be. And when you put that in your head and understand, like, internet not real, bro. Just, just who cares, man? Because guess what? That cancel culture and stuff, that ain't real. And if it's real, I would have been canceled, to be honest with y'all. 
But it's like, to this point, I'm still growing. Everything's still going crazy. But I feel like people cancel themselves. Like when I was the first time I hit Shade Room, when I was just laying in bed for two weeks, I could have canceled myself and never posted again. That would have been on me. That wasn't them. They don't, they don't got enough power to do that. But I have enough power to stop posting. That's on me. If I stop making videos and stop posting, I cancel myself out, right? So as you get to a point where it's like, you just got to say, excuse my language, fuck them. I ain't gonna just talk about videos, my YouTube and stuff. I'm gonna talk about my Instagram. I've been doing Instagram, that's how I started everything since I was 13, I'm 21 now. So, it was once upon a time where my Instagram, it was blowing up every day, every single day. I'm just gaining followers, everything. Out the blue, it stopped. Then, I ended up switching, that's when I got into like fashion and stuff. I'm from the country too, I'm from Alabama. Mm. So, I got into fashion and everything, and I started finding like my aesthetic and how I like to dress and everything like that. And I started figuring out how I need to post my pictures. People don't like, and it's not even about people, it's me gen, like me personally. I don't like pictures that just look terrible, like the background, I don't like it. Mm -hmm. I need like some fire background and boom, right when I started posting stuff like that and making my pictures look real good and professional, that's when everything started coming back. Now I'm getting like 100K plus on my, on my stuff. And honestly, I don't care about the likes or nothing. But I seen how it went down because I lost brand deals and stuff over it too. Mm -hmm. And now that everything is back up, the same brands want to work with me. And I'm telling them no because you should have stayed mm -hmm. down when I was down. Right. So, not honestly, double the ticket. Yeah. Double like, the ticket on me. I know. It's like you was not with me when I was down bad. Now you want to come again. You see my follower, my influence is up, and you want to come back. You feel me? I already did that. Yeah. I did that. Oh, okay, cool. I did one of them like that. Oh, okay. But it's not, it's not really worth it though because it was just mm -hmm. like. It don't even feel natural. It's relationships over money. Yeah, yeah, so it yeah. has like, to be like that. It's the relationship. Yeah, so. Yeah, so in, in regards to this, like, given that we're all creators, so boom, say you had your peak, now you had a little valley, and your community's still there, but they saying, uh, uh, just for a reference, because cars, don't go Hellcat, go stand. You, you already got a Hellcat, just telling you to go opposite way than what you already at. Are you going to fall and, and go that way because you know that's what's going to get you views and get that engagement back up? Or are you just going to stay authentic doo -doo -doo, and do whatever you want to do, even though the engagement out there? Because remember, the bread's still there, though. So like, what, from a creator standpoint, what would y'all do? Like, would y'all feed into the, the comments and, and do what they're telling you to do? Or would you just do whatever Look, you want to do? I, I bought a track hawk. They told me I should have went demon. Then I go a different direction. They tell me I should have did this. I just bought a Rolls Royce. They telling me I should have did this, right? Yeah. They always gonna tell you to do something different. No matter what car you buy, what house you get, where you live, they always gonna have something to say. It's always gonna be a go that way. But guess what? I'm not gonna buy the car you want me to because for one, you're not paying the note. And for two, I might not like that damn car you talking about. <laughs> so it gets to a point where it's like, I'm gonna go with what I like and what I wanna pay for. You feel me? And the thing is, you gotta think, I'm sorry, I'll be talking like, anyway, but it just be like, it's at a point where it gets to like, I'm going to pay for what I like. Think about it. Would you rather pay $400 a month for a Honda Civic that you, a car, not, they don't have to be, any car that you don't like, right? You're paying $400 a month for the car. You hate the car. Or would you rather pay $2,000 a month for a car that you love, but you can, you can afford either one, but you're paying $2,000 a month for a car that you love. Every time you drive it, everybody looks at you. You love driving it. Everything about it you love or a car that you don't like. I would go for, a, are you asking me? Like, yeah, I would go for a car that I personally love. And even if it is two rides, boom, I could afford that. I feel like, I feel like not only do I love that car, but it's also going to make me want to work. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Because I know I love this car, so I'm going to keep this car soon. So every, boom, 2K every month, boom, take my cheese. Like, All day. Boom. And you don't feel it, but that 400, you I don't, it may be nothing, but that's a little funny. Like, damn, I don't even like this car. Like, you paying this note, bro. Like, damn, you feel me? So you, like, you got to pay for something you really like.
Yeah, so are y'all taking notes because with content creation, like I don't see nobody with their phone. No, no, no pads. We definitely need them notes. Like, who's into content creation? Like, what do y'all want to do with y'all content? Wait, pardon me, can you ask that again? I'm sorry. Oh yeah, like who's into content creation? Like, I know Solomon, you do public interviews. Carson, he also do public interviews. So like, y'all gotta be taking notes. Price games, he be doing that junk. <laughs> he be doing his thing. Yeah, Yanni on there. Um, so yeah, one of the questions that I had about like with influence y'all talked about how to build a community with influence online but how do you get that in person because some people they can post a flyer they can post a brand and say go support this business or come pull up for me and nobody shows up so how do you build that like in-person community as well i feel like for me personally and this is something these questions are really good i just want to say that because like <laughs> it's crazy because i just figured that out probably like within this last year so now, I don't know chronically online vibes, but most of my supporters were online. Like I would, I would travel to like LA, boom, New York, and I would run into them and they're like, Cash, bro, why would you so tough? You inspire me, boom, cool. Like I appreciate that. But like when I first moved to Atlanta and started going to Georgia State University, that's where I learned how to network, build relationships, be on good terms with people. You gotta support others. Like you gotta treat others like, you gotta treat others like how you wanna be treated. We know that's a saying that gets thrown out all the time, but say I have some homies that's throwing a party I'm gonna pop out and support them because I know when it's time for me to throw some, they're gonna come and support me too. So that's like the basis of networking. Do for other people because like you can't do it all alone. You can't be the only person trying to go hard, hustle. Like you gotta help others and that's gonna make you wanna hustle harder knowing that you just helped your team out. So I don't know, like you definitely gotta network, build good relationships with people and they gonna come through. Like come through for them, they got you, so. I guess you going to like building an in-person community yeah. or like yeah how do you um like i told y'all like for my videos and stuff mm -hmm. i make them feel like they're at home with me mm -hmm. so since they comfortable watching me on youtube and everything and i ain't gonna lie i got a lot of supporters i really i've been on it but i went to atlanta streetwear market this last weekend mm -hmm. and i was being stopped every two seconds just yeah. to take a picture mm -hmm. and they was like i love you i love you like i watch you da, 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 da. and it just warmed my heart so it was just like Right when you make them feel like they're at home with you, some people tell me I help them with their depression and everything. Mm -hmm. It's gonna be like, as soon as they see you, they well, as soon as you tell them to pull up, they gonna wanna see you. Yeah. Like, oh, I gotta see her. Like, she helped me with this. She, yeah. she showed me how to do this and everything. Like, I gotta meet her in person and see if that's really her. Yeah. And every time they meet me, they know everything online is really me. Like, For sure. I ain't gotta fake nothing. Yeah. So. For sure. And I ain't gonna lie, me personally, I feel like I'm kind of the opposite because it's like I got a lot of supporters out of above take pictures, but I don't go out. And I got social anxiety real bad. Like, I ain't gonna lie, it was looking in that cup. So it's hard for me to even talk to people. You feel me? Like, hands sweating all the above, I can't talk to people. People like, you can have millions of people following you all the time. But it's like, that's cool. I can be in my house by myself. You know what I'm saying? But when it comes to really being in person and stuff like that, I've never, like, if I'm going somewhere or, like, having an event or something to do, I don't post it because kind of, like, I, I mean, I guess I should for my supporters, but then it'd be, like, just me being me, it'd be, like, I, it kind of made me uncomfortable. So it's, like, I really don't do that. Maybe I should grow out of it, but, you know, it's just lie. me. You could grow out of it because I had social anxiety. For real? Yeah, I had it bad. How you grow out of that? Like, like I said, people kept coming up to me, so I was just, like, I got to get used to it because... They're gonna keep doing it. Yeah. But right yeah, now, like, respect my boundaries. They're gonna respect your boundaries. For a second. Yeah, for a second. <laughs> yeah, it'll be for a second. They keep seeing you, and they're gonna keep coming to you. Like, yeah. you gotta get used to it. Like, you, can, you ain't even gotta really say, you be like, hey, 
Thank you for supporting me. Keep it pushing. Oh, that'd be me. Yeah. Sometimes I'll be tensing up like, damn, like, all right, they want yeah. to talk to me right now. And I don't know them because I don't know their attention. Like, anybody exactly. come up to you and be like, hey, I like you, boom, happy. Yeah. yeah. But I had to think to myself, like, they really watch me. They really, like, fuck with me. I ain't yeah. trying to touch you. Yeah. 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 No, keep it. It's just. Yeah. I nah, had that's to get a fact. over it. Like, I had to really get over it. Because nah. you can ask my friends. I don't even like talking to new people. Me neither. Mm-hmm. I hate it. Like, I, I'm out of all my friends, I'm not the friendly one. Mm-hmm. So, it's <laughs> like. You do the YouTube when you got a platform. Yeah, but it's, it's like, it's I'm crazy. not the friendly one. But they'll tell me, like, before this even started, she texted me and she was like, fix your face. You look stink. Yeah. <laughs> and nah. she was like, and she told me, she was like, smile. Like, yeah, because I have a meme of so I'm just gonna be looking. So it's like I'm I'm focusing well on what y'all saying, but saying yeah. I'm like this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no cap. So it's like they be trying to help me. So yeah, yeah you you gonna get over it. You gonna get over. But I ain't gonna lie. Even I DM'd you that right before I got in. I said, how many people in there? I said, because I don't like talking to people. I, I said, how many people in there? Because I don't like talking to people. Straight up, that's just me though. Nah, you know. It's funny y'all say that because the other day I was at the gym. I was working out. I was like just doing some um some benches and this guy just came right over my head he's like yo what's good never, bro never i'm like i put my thing down. i'm like yo what's like i'm forgetting like i don't like we do social media we don't, but don't feel like feel we like know you got followers Facts. so when somebody come came up to me i'm like i'm like what's good bro he's like yo i've been watching you for years i'm like thanks what's good and then i realized i have a stain face i'm like oh let me like let me show let me love like, he's showing love like let me get right i'm like you like low-key not really anxiety but like like not really ready like I don't expect nobody to come up, so when they do, I'm like, "Yo, what's good?" Like, and then it's a part of the life, bro. It's part of what we do. Mm-hmm. You gotta realize that you are gonna have people that come up to you. If you making content, somebody watching. Yeah, so, for sure. That's even to what uh, what Kaya said in your vlog. You had somebody that was calling your lash tech, asking My like tech. your nail tech, blowing her phone up, yeah. calling her. You, you, had you, had know Monique, you know Kai Monique. Yeah. Yeah. And my nail tech was scared. She was like, um, Kai, you know this person? At first she thought I was in trouble or something. And she was gonna text them and be like, yeah, but she ended up texting me first. Mm-hmm. Do you know who this is? I put the number in cash up and it pop up. I said, I don't know who that is, girl, block them. For sure. Because <laughs> like that 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 was that was giving me like setup vibes. Like, yeah. Yeah. what you mean do you know Kai Monique? Like that's weird. And you know she know me because I put her in my vlog. Right. Yeah. I put her name on my platform so y'all can go, you know, yeah. Especially as a female, like I seen that you go to the gun range and stuff, cause it's like yeah. you never know who's coming in. Even on a like smaller scale with my channel, that's something that I had realized. Like when I started a YouTube channel and it was going crazy in like high school and stuff, mm-hmm. I started. I didn't know like the impact that it has when you do YouTube and when people see you have this like not a persona, cause. I was myself on YouTube, but like when you're energetic and all this stuff, and then somebody comes up to you and they're like, "Do what you did on on the video," and it's like, "Bro, I'm chilling right now. <laughs> like, relax. You feel me?" So I understand that like that is something to do with, but and that also made me like paying it, everything that you're saying, like comments and all of that stuff. I would I wasn't prepared for it like I thought I was at the time. Like now we're on the podcast, we may get a few negative comments here and there, and I feel like Yanni was also you were on YouTube. And so I feel like that prepared us, like that small growth prepared us for what we're doing with the podcast now, because like now we already been through it. With negative comments though, I ain't even gonna lie, they don't really get to me. I be in my bed eating chips, laughing at it. No cap. Like I swear, <laughs> nah, for it real. the funniest thing. Like it was like somebody, uh, my last tape. That's my last tape right there, y'all. <laughs> but, <laughs> last tape. <laughs> but somebody had commented something on her video, and one of my supporters sent it to me. They was like. How she um, a woman of God, but she get long nails, thick lashes. Yeah, I seen it. Thick lashes. You seen that? <laughs> <laughs> I was on TikTok. 
They was like, like I see she, yeah, they was like, they was like, she wear thick lashes, she got tattoos, this, this, and that. That don't mean nothing. Don't and mean I know that. I love God. And I'm going to always say it because in my videos, I be like, hold on, y'all need to pray real quick when I'm driving. Mm -hmm. I be like, I forgot to pray. Hold on. Mm -hmm. And I give myself that time to pray and everything. So I don't really be getting, like, irritated by it. I be like, girl, shut up. And keep yeah. Yeah. Oh. Oh, what? Oh, what? <laughs> oh, they can't. Oh, wait, huh? I'm confused. No, you good, you good. Oh. But yeah, like, the negative comments don't really even get to me. Because, like I said, I be in the bed, eat chips or anything that I'm eating, laughing, I'm just scrolling, like, oh, they said that. Um, anyways, <laughs> next. So. Because then it be like, you got to look at the people. You got to look at who you're talking to, too. Like me, I ain't gonna lie. If I see a negative comment, first thing, I'm, I'm going to your page. How you living? And it's, <laughs> I, I don't care. I ain't trying to sound like, you know, I ain't trying to sound cocky or nothing, but. For you to have a judgment on my life, I don't know you. You know me. Let me see. You got to be living better than me. You got to be doing better than me. I go to your page. Guess what? Two followers following 7,000. We're done. You feel me? That's like, that's it. All right. Um, did you have a question? Yeah. Okay. So I had a question as far as um, when you have to change up your style of content. Say you get like used to this flow of creating specific types of content. Um, whenever y'all feel like, okay, I need to create something new or it's time for me to do something different with my content, do y'all feel like, oh, let me go consume like other creators work? Like, let me look at a bunch of what other people are doing or are y'all like, no, let me be a trendsetter. And if so, how do y'all come up with creating like y'all own trends or y'all own style of content? Okay. So for me, for me, when it's time for me to like change up like my content and stuff, I ask my supporters okay. and most of the stuff I'm going to be like asking my supporters about. So, like, my supporters, they give me constructive criticism and all that. And I be looking at it, listening to it, and I keep, you know, keep it pushing. So, whatever they want to see, I ask them, like, what y'all want to see? Like, what y'all want me to change up? What's up? And when they tell me, I be like, all right, bet. I'm going to do that for, like, a day, see how it go. If y'all mess with it, cool. If y'all don't, that's fine, too. Just give me something else. So, like, if I have, a, like, a brain fart or something, I ask them, I ask my friends or anything. Like, what should I do? So, yeah, that's all I do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, nah, I ain't gonna lie. Um, what do I do? What do I do? Nah, I really just be living my life to be honest with you. <laughs> like, I ain't gonna lie. I I do something just like, right, what what have I done? Cause I y'all probably be like this too. We do our lives are not regular. Yeah. As much as we feel like it's regular, you know, like to us, of course it is. But it's outside looking in, these people looking like, how is he doing that? You know what I'm saying? So sometimes if I don't know, I'll just be like all right, yeah, I got this new, or I did this, or I'm going here, you know, traveling, whatever the case may be, but just dropping something organic to myself because that's where I, I get a point where I just tap in with my fan base for real, for real, instead of just, you know, trying to trend. I, we ain't following no trends. We want to – I don't think it's trend setting. I think trend setting come naturally. Like, it just happened on accident type. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Okay. I think we doing what we all love to do generally, so it's like when you do that, you you naturally wait. What was the question? One more time. <laughs> like I just lost a mad train of thought. No, it be happening. That be happening. Uh, basically, I was asking when it comes to creating content. Say you have to switch up your style of content. Oh, you yeah. see, it's time for you to do something new. Do you like go to other content creators to get ideas? Like, okay, this should be my new style of content, or this is the next thing I should do, or do you come up with your own trends? Okay, yeah, that's what I was saying. So since we already like, since we love to do what we do, we naturally do it. So I feel like it's just it is is natural. Like, I don't 
I'm always recording videos. So before I know it, I'll end up recording somebody, then I'll see, I mean, I'll end up recording something, and then somebody will go and recreate the same video. And like, then a lot of other people start doing it. And it's like, I was just doing that because I just love to do it. It was just fun. And then it become like a trend, as you would say. So I feel like it's just natural, honestly. I feel like for me personally, um, I've never really like, I guess I would label myself as a trendsetter, but like that was never really my intent. I just create. Um, but you no, know, for me personally, like I do have to consume. Like I'm not gonna sit here and cap. Like I don't watch content. Like I have to like just like music. Like I make music in order for me to like find a new flow or get inspired. Like I have to also be consuming music. I have to be listening to a certain sound at that point in time for me to get inspired to make whatever I made. So I have to consume something at at a certain point, but you don't want to overconsume. So it's a balance between consumption and creation. And I know like, again, like if I'm struck off of vids, boom, 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 for one, usually like, I used to get struck off of vids. I feel like now, again, living day to day, boom, you start recording everything. Like I make sure, even if I don't drop, like if I don't drop it, I make sure, all right, let me just record this. Let me take a picture of this. Let me do that. And that just gets your brain in that mode, that flow state of just actively creating. So I feel like I never really get struck off of vids, but if I ever want to start something new, I do make sure, okay, what am I watching at the time? What is something that I find cool? Because I also like to enjoy other people's videos. Mm -hmm. So what am I enjoying right now? How can I make my own spinoff on this? Like, what's my swag? Like, how can I add my sauce to this? And if you keep doing that over and over, you just created something new. Like, that's yeah. nothing comes out of a void, in my opinion. So I feel like keep consuming, make what you want to make, be authentic, be yourself, and then you gonna, a, a new trend is going to eventually start. Like, it's going to be something new. I like that. And to uh, add on to what you just said real quick, I feel like that honestly can apply to any, anybody as far as like just recording everything that you do and c content will come out of that. Because I feel like sometimes, say if you're like just starting out or at the beginning of content, you may feel like, oh, well, my life isn't nice enough to record, you know, everything that I do. But there is I feel like there's community for everybody. So re regardless of wherever you are in life, there are people that will relate to you with at any stage that you're in. And so I've seen people who literally will carry their camera with them all day. They show themselves going to their job, walking down the street, like doing just the most random things. And they actually have an audience of people. Even if it is just a few people right now, they actually have an audience of people that want to consume that. So I definitely think that could be advice for everybody. Like yeah. wherever you are, like just start by recording your, in everything you do yeah. and content will come out of that for yeah. sure. And not like assumption like for example like on um, one of your videos like i seen you actively saying like duh you feel me but then you had said something else and you were like i'm saying too much of what another content creator was saying and you don't want to have it where somebody's thinking of the next content creator like you want them to be tuned into you right all right i got a question so we talked about how to build an audience. How can we get paid from the audience? Yeah. How we make that money on? Okay. Yeah. Let's talk about it. You want to go? Absolutely. We're going to start on the baseline of something that you can do if you got 2,000 followers for real, for real, right? I say all the time, I don't care what you say, an ebook and a course. Me personally, I do webinars and courses and mentorships and stuff like that. But starting ebooks, I got ebooks that I made when I had. 30,000 followers that I still make $5 a day off of now with no ads just because they're still out there, right? So regardless, everybody does something. And what you don't know is a lot of people that don't know how to do what you do, right? So it's easy. Mind you, I don't know if y'all got some notepads out. You can go to Fiverr. You can hire somebody $100 and give them the idea on what, like, this is what I need my ebook about. Boom. And to be quite honest with you, you can find another ebook and then you be like, mm, revise this. It's kind of what I want to say, but revise it where it's not plagiarized. Get it. 
fix it up, boom, put it on Gumroad or whatever platform you like to use and monetize that. Post that on your story every single day. People, for one, buy from people. And then from two, people have to see something seven times to buy it, right? If I put this ebook in, on my story every day, which I do for a week, two weeks, whatever the case may be, eventually you're going to be like, damn, he keep posting this ebook. What is it about? You know what I'm saying? Then you get your testimonials or the case may be. Then we can go even further into that, of course, brand deals. But we're not going to even talk on the service of having a big following, right? We're going to start on baseline. Boom. Let's say, which I don't understand is TikTok now is at a point where even just straight from the TikTok platform, I, I got a video that did like, I think, 4 million views. I made $3,000 off that. And I'm like, okay. You know, that's open up a door. And I'm like, okay, $3,000 off that video. If everybody in here posts a video on TikTok every single day, a couple of them bound to strike. And if they don't, they add up. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So you got paid from that video. Was it they were going to buy the course or you monetized on the platform? You mean show you? Huh? We don't do no capping. You mean show you? No. I was, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> so your platform is monetized. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, monetized okay. platform. But, I mean, so it's a minute. 3,000 came from the mm -hmm. video, not from right. the course. No, no, not from, that's yeah, just straight from the video. That's for people that don't have a course. So this is how you just make your day-to-day -day content, right? But, like I said, I don't do no capping. You want to talk while I'm pulling this up? Okay. On TikTok. Yeah, longer than a minute. Yeah, that's the What makes you say that? Like, that's what it is. That's what TikTok, that's what TikTok requires. You got to have 10,000 followers and, um... I believe that's it. 100 K uh, no, followers? 100 K views. views. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then um, you got to make your videos longer than a minute. And it's called the creator program dashboard. Mm -hmm. And you get paid. Like what he said, you get paid. But you got to put like one minute videos though. It got to be a minute and up. Because mm -hmm. them short videos, they used to do that. But now they got it to a way where you make more money off the minute. That's crazy. That's 2K. Uh, crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, but what platform pl pays the most? Like, you know, you could get paid off this content stuff. So, like, what's really bringing the checks in? Is it TikTok, Instagram? I'm about to say Facebook. Facebook? Yeah, nah, most people. No, nah, I'm not. But I know stuff about Facebook. I know people who actually do, like, Facebook stuff. If you don't know about it, okay, you might want to learn about it because I'm learning about it. Facebook going to give you money. Because I be getting money, like, with my skincare brand, I be getting money out of nowhere. Because my skincare is on Facebook. Yeah. And I'd be like, where, the, where did this come from? And then they'd be like, Facebook or something like that. And I was like, dang. But like, back to what you were saying, how you get money like from the audience and stuff. So I'm going to talk about smaller followers because, you know, I have a big following. But when I was just starting off with, um, like, for Instagram and everything, and most people don't really talk with people. Most, I'm going to say for women. They don't really, like, give y'all really the details on how to do, like, wig brands and stuff like that. When you email them, tell them, like, all right, hey, my name is Wooty Woo. This is my um, social media platform, but I would love to review your wig for you as a gifted collab. So they send you the wig, and boom, and you tell them, give me a discount code, though. Let me get commission off of every discount that, like, yeah, let me get a um, like commission off of every person who used that discount code. So say, for example, a wig is like $700. They use your um, code, boom, they dropped it down to like $450. Let me get like 20% commission or something like that. You're going to make money. And once that video go crazy or if they see you, like other wig brands, like they see you, more wig brand deals going to come. So with, with like clothing brand, so many people don't know that you can actually email them clothing brands and ask them to be a brand ambassador, but just ask them for a discount code. You're going to get money. Most people don't know that because most people be trying to gatekeep. 
it's bread out here for everybody. Like, right. everybody. You just got to be smart enough to figure it out. Like, how can I get that bread? So, like, with your audience, they're going to see you doing, like, them brand deals, and they're going to be like, all right, let me follow her. Say, for example, on TikTok, you're doing a wig install on TikTok and making it a minute long. Them views going to get you money because I got paid two bands off of a video because I did a wig brand, and guess what? They came back, and they doubled the price so I can post again for them. So you just got to be smart and learn how to do it. That's all. Are they doing, like, contracts and stuff with these brand deals, and how do you know, like, how long? Because they can run the ad on you forever, and you may not want to partner with them anymore. When I um, when people tell like email me and ask me like for like a brand like a um, promotion, I be like, how long you want it? They be like, two weeks this, two weeks that, probably a week this, whatever. Boom. I be like, all right, this much for two weeks. After them two weeks, don't be posting me no more. Cause if you post me, you pay me. You're signing That's like it. contract. Nah, I'm making sure they have this right here and right. And don't do no he says she like don't do that. Cause they can be like, we didn't say that. Let them actually email you because, like, I have a brand. I'm not going to say who it is because I ain't trying to mess it up. I told them to actually send me a contract and sign their name because you're not finna F me over. Hell no. But make sure you have everything in writing. So if they do use you and they don't want to pay you, you can sue them. So just be, just be smart with it and ask them how long do you want this promotion to go on because they can't, like you said, they can keep using you on ads and stuff like that, but don't let them. I ain't gonna lie. Another way I do it too, but probably one of the biggest ways I do it now, like people know I interview a lot of people, right? Interview a lot of rich people. And I'm like, okay, I'm promoting. I, I wouldn't walk up to you for free. And this y'all in here, so y'all know whoever watches, I don't care, right? I wouldn't just walk up to you and promote your business for free and tag you. That's crazy. My platform's too big. Boom, 15000 each person, right? These people will pay that because they understand, all right, it's 15000 They were gonna put it in ads and only get reach maybe two or 300,000 people. And those people may not convert into sales. But with you going on my platform, which is already me standing in front of my fan base saying, I talked to this person, y'all. Y'all seen me talk to him. Go rock with him. So the 15K is going to translate regardless of you selling courses, teaching things, and think it's a win-win-win for everybody. For one, my audience gets entertainment and they're getting gain. They're getting value from it. I'm getting paid from it. And the person that's paying me, they're getting all the traction from it, right? Mm -hmm. So that's a major way to do it. Then affiliate plays, too. I, any YouTube video I do or anything like that, I always have a call to action. We call it a CTA. A call to action, I mean, I'm not posting them going viral without a back end, right? It's like, I, how many times people that went viral and didn't get a dime for it? Yeah, you went viral. People know you now, but you still broke. That's the reality of it. A lot of people on the internet, you going viral, but you still broke. So it's like, you got to have some call to action, some link in your bio at the end of the video or in the comments, something. You got to be getting them somewhere, right? So I do, anybody I deal with that has something that's recurring, like a subscription, for instance, I'm a partner, uh, well, half co-owner now of a company called WAP. So it's, it's not... Which I think. Anyway, so it's like, so it's like, it's a trader. It's, it's go sports betting, right? So sports betting is big right now. People, we, we have a sports betting chat. We have 7,000 people in the sports betting chat. Every one of us, every person in there is paying $60 a month to be in a chat. You obviously gonna make your money back because it's like, we telling you where to put your money at and we not losing. So with that being said, it's like, I get a recurring bag from that link in bio right here with that. Go sign up for the sports betting chat. You see me? And thing is too, people understand when you buy expensive stuff, you gotta think, Let's say somebody come up to you telling you, they, they in a 1999 Honda Accord, all right? And they tell you, do this and you'll get rich. How likely are you to listen to them? You're not going to listen to them. But if they pull up in, you know, a Lamb or a Rolls Royce, anything along that, and they tell you, do this, you most likely going to be like, hmm, I'm going to do that. So another thing is monetizing into things that people like or monetizing into high-priced things so people listen to you, right? So I, I ain't going to lie to affiliate bag. Make sure you have something that's paying you every single month no matter what.
no matter what. Yeah, I definitely agree. I definitely agree on affiliate bag, 100% commissions. That's how I started out. Like, it don't even got to be, if you're making content, and the, the world that I live in is fashion content. So, boom, if you're a fashion creator, like, don't even chase them big brand deals. Put them links in the description. Because, like, if you call and you have some sort of influence and people, your, your community route with you, they're going to want to get them cargos you just got. And, boom, you get the commission for it, that's going to add up. And then I can say when you do start getting those brand deals, like, you start having brands like Puma reach out to you. You, Hey, can we uh do three posts, uh, three stories? Do it. Don't undermine yourself. So make sure it's contracts and then also be able to, like, I ain't going to lie, tax them. Tax them. You worth it. Yeah. Tax them. Like, because yeah. just like how you trying to win, they trying to win, too. It's really like you got to make sure you communicate, communicate, excuse me, exactly what you want. Because, like, if you undermine yourself, they going to go. Like, they're going to definitely give you less than what you deserve. So definitely know your worth. Like, tell these folks, like, if I want 10K for this, I want 10K for this. If I want 30 for this, I want 30 for this. Yeah. Exactly. And they going to negotiate, too. Yeah. For sure. We ain't doing that, too. I'm sorry. Oh, you're good. They be doing that, for real. Yeah. So it's like with wig with wig deals and stuff, they be like, Can we do this like um two hundred dollars for like the first this is our first collab and we're gonna build a long lasting relationship with you? No. What's going on, family? Whether it's your social network or your wireless network, these connections go a long way for your business. Thankfully, with AT&T Business, you can pick our best wireless plan for your small business and offer your employees the features they need. We talk a lot about having the right tools to overcome problems. Well, AT&T Business helps you get more done when you need to get things done. For example, your teams can work from almost anywhere with phone to laptop tethering and up to 100 gigabytes of hotspot data on the best AT&T Business wireless plan. Plus, AT&T Business wireless plans include nation wide 5G that's fast, reliable, and secure. Wherever business takes you, AT&T Business has the best plan with the features you need. Visit att.com forward slash getbizunlimited to learn more. Now, after 100 gigabytes with our AT&T Unlimited Elite plan, hotspot speed is slowed to a max of 128 kbps. 5G requires a compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area, so visit att.com forward slash 5G for you for more details. I said this how much I want because you're going to get money off regardless of me. So it's just like, this is what I want. This is how much I want to be paid. If you can't pay it, hey, see you later. Yeah, like, see you later. Get your mind together first. Don't come to me, ask me, can I do something? And ask me what my rate is. I give it to you. Then you try to downplay my rate. No. And they going to do that too because some people going to go for it. They're going to be like, all right, they probably right. It is our first collaborator. You know, don't do that. But... Yeah, of course, of course, me too. I'm like, all right, let me let me let me pay you this real quick. Yeah, but when it comes to you, the influencer who actually is doing the promotion, don't play you, don't let them play you, cause I ain't gonna, I would do that. I'd be like, hey, let me pay you this much. Yeah, and that's something that's reminded me of is Mr. Beast got um, huh? Yeah, well, no, I remember I saw something online where he got offered millions of dollars and he turned it down. And I was like, that's good, like standing on your worth. Because if you don't stand on your worth, other people not not going to care. Yeah, yeah. for sure. And something I've realized, so as a fashion designer, I've been reaching out to like uh, more influencers lately uh, to model pieces for my brand. And I typically have just always had black women on my page, but I wanted to start, like, adding more diversity. Mm. And as I'm reaching out to, like, other races, it showed me, like, dang, a lot of, like, black creators, like, lowball so much. 
Like this one lady I reached out to, she a black lady. She only charged like seven fifty for a post, and she had like uh, millions of followers and like good engagement, all this stuff. Damn. Then I reach out into, <laughs> I reach. <laughs> she said that's cheap. <laughs> and, and, no, for real. And then I reach out to uh like an Indian lady and like this uh white girl. And one of them charged, like, the Indian lady, she charged, like, uh, $6,000 for one reel. And then the other person, um, it's, like, $5,000 for one reel. But I've seen that a lot in general as far as, like, black creators will get, like, a lot less sometimes unless they really stand mm -hmm. up for themselves opposed to, like, other races. They may get paid more. Um, and so, yeah. For the most part, I hate it from talking to y'all. Like, I ain't gonna lie. But for the most part, though, that's because we don't come from it. We yeah. we may not be used to getting seven hundred and fifty dollars a hit post. We're not used to that. They they come from money. We don't come from that. So and then it, it may be uncomfortable for somebody to ask like, you know, uh, I want five thousand for this. You know, it's uncomfortable because you like, man, I ain't really. You know what I'm saying? You thinking like, I ain't got that. I don't come from that type of money. So it's uncomfortable to ask for that price the whole time. You don't understand. They got that type of cheese. You know what I'm saying? And I say repetition. Once you get used to that one, I was gonna take is that one person to pay that high ticket. That's the new price. Sometimes I just go up my prices to see if you pay it. If somebody say they gonna take that twenty five thousand, I say twenty five k. You go for it. That's the new price. Cause I know somebody will pay it. That means a lot of people will. You feel me? Yeah, that's good. And I think with what you said, Kaya, of like a lot of people be gatekeeping. So it's like mm -hmm. we don't. You know, people don't want to, how you just showed how much you made off of TikTok, a lot of people be like, nah, I don't want to share that. What it's like, if we're all content creators, why not help one another so that we can know what, because as we all are requiring what we're worth, we're all growing as one. Whereas like, if this person over here is showing that they don't know their value, they're undercharging themselves, now they're going to come to y'all who do know y'all value and they're going to try to present that to y'all. And if y'all go for it now, they got y'all and they got the whole like, entity of content creators and influencers um and so one thing that's coming to mind is like these youtube agencies and stuff like do y'all think it's worth it where let's say we come up with a growing pains podcast agency and they want to sign all of y'all like do y'all think that makes sense when they have these youtube groups and you have your own channel but like somebody gets a cut of that channel check i know i've been making videos for Pretty long time, never had any interest in the agency. For one, you're not taking 20, 25% of what I worked for. So, nah. And then also, I do believe in maybe having like a social media manager or somebody that sort of like, while you're creating content, they sort of guide you. But other than that, though, that's even a stretch. Like, I feel like if I got this far on my own, I could keep it going. So, I don't know. I never, and I'm going to be honest, like, I don't also like giving my bread away. So it's like, I don't know, taking 20% just don't sit right with me. So not for me. Yeah, I ain't going to lie. Now, I'm going to challenge you a little bit on that. So I, I used to think the same way as you. But now I'm on like a, a coaching end or more so like a, I'm on a different end with content. I'm not necessarily like it goes creator. Then it's like, all right, I already, I already went viral. Now let me teach everybody else how to do it. With that being said, yes, you can get there by yourself, but you go further with a team. That's right? real. So I, I have a team. Like some of them in here. Right, so it's like I always make sure. Cause guess what? If I'm doing this, let's say I'm filming this, right? He can be editing while I'm filming this. Now it's like we got a whole circle going on, and it's like, yeah, you're giving you. Of course, you're gonna pay them, but at the same time, you don't understand how much more you're getting done. What you can do is one person. I can I, I can do because I got virtual assistants. Whatever you do is one person. I can do times twenty of that, but I'm paying 
10 to, yeah, I might be giving 20% out, but I'm making 20 times more than I would by myself. You feel me? That's real. So definitely get this in. I feel like, I agree on it. I feel like three minds is better than one. It's always better having a team with you. It's always better having like-minded individuals because like, if you go on as a team, you always going to thrive. Let me not say always, but you have a better chance of thriving. The lone wolf always starves. Like Mm -hmm. you got to have a, a pack with you. So I agree on that. But I feel like as far as like your explanation, I feel like that's different than an agency though cuz a lot of times with these YouTube agencies, they got 80 creators. You taking 20% and you focusing on 40 other people and I'm over here working da da da, you taking my money, you're not even really helping me out for real. So I could say if you got a team and you really giving your individual like, all right, boom, you got three people on your team and all your individual attention is going to those three people. I feel like maybe that's a better trade-off. All right, bet. Boom. Take that 20% because, like, I know I'm actually being valued. Yeah. But, like, sign it to an agency. Hey, we want to send you this contract. Boom. And we're going to take a percentage of you. And there's 100 creators on a roster. I'm cool off that. Don't do that. I don't know. I'm cool off that. I had an agency had tried to, they had text me and everything about it, right? And I said, let's talk on the phone because I was actually out. I was shopping. And they text me at the wrong time. So they end up calling me while I was shopping. I was like, damn. So I went to I went back to my car or whatever. And I'm on the phone with them. They was like, they was asking me all types of questions. They was like, so where do you want to see yourself in this many years? Whatever. And I'm answering the questions. It was like, what's one brand that you would like to work with? Like one brand. I said, Chanel, give you something. Like, let's talk, let's, let's talk. Oh, well, we was thinking you were talking about pretty little thing. I already worked with them before. I can get it on my own. So I'm like, what can you give me? Like, what can you give me? They was like, we can give you brand deals. I said, Chanel, who? Who who can you give me that I actually want? And I started asking about the commitment, like, how much do I got to give to y'all? Like, what y'all going to take from me? So it's going to start with 20%, da-da-da. I said, you lost me already because you can't even give me what I want. So, like, with agencies, I say no. But I ain't going to lie, I agree with social media managers because nine times out of ten, them social media managers, they're going to give you them brands that you asking for. So you just got to be smart with it and ask them questions. Pick what they bring, because they're going to pick at your brain. Pick at their brain, too. And right when you do that, they're going to be like, dang, all right. She, she's smart. Like, all right. Like, you, yeah. So it's just like, I felt like when they asked me the question on who I want to work with, where I want to be at, I was out of their lead. And most of the time, it's okay to be out of agency's lead, because they're going to put that attention on you. But with me personally, I want everybody to win. So it's just like, you working with me, but what about them? You giving me money, but what about them? Because I see them working as hard as me, so what about them? So you just got to be attentive to what everything they're doing and what they're saying, because they can play you. And if they do it, they're going to continue to play you. Yeah. So just pay attention when you, if you do want to do an agency, pay attention. Me personally, I'm never doing no agency. Social media manager, cool. But just be smart. So um, we talked about building our own audience, getting paid from it. How do y'all feel about getting in front of other people's audience? So like collaboration, you know what I'm saying? Doing vlogs with other people, TikToks with other people. Like, what do y'all think about that? I did that before. I never do that shit again. But I mean, like, well, my ex or whatever. Okay, cool. That was cool. But I actually did it with someone. And it was like, it was cool. I ain't going to say it was bad vibes. Because one thing about me, I match your energy. And I try to pick at your end and see how it is. And it was no bad vibe, but it was just like, I don't want my name attached to you. And one thing about me, people love putting a relationship on me. People love it. So if I'm like beside you, like right now, like I'm beside you or something, and they see a vibe right here, they're going to be like, oh, they look good together. Like they should do this. They should. I hate that. I hate it. 
So it's like other people audience is cool because they can come. They be, damn my bad. They can become your audience as well, and y'all can share that audience. But me personally, it's cool to collab with people and you know get new audience, get new friends, and all that other stuff. But at the same time. It's deeper than that. It's like, dang, like, I don't want your name attached to mine. Because people still be asking, like, when are you and blah, 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 going to link again? Y'all vibe was cool. Who said I want to link with that motherfucker again? Like, you get what I'm saying? So it's just like, I always tell my supporters, don't ask me to link with nobody. Like, y'all going to see if I link with them and collab with them. Y'all going to see it. But honestly, I'm cool off that. So, yeah. So, but would you collab with maybe you, I feel like um, you talked about, the male you wouldn't collab with, oh, the, yeah, but you would collab yeah. with like a girl. Uh, okay, <laughs> it depends. It's like, hello. Oh, <laughs> wait, keep going out. But um, sometimes men and women. But I'm gonna talk about women since you asked me about it. Sometimes women can be weird. Like it's been times where I cut people off because I peeped they was using me because they know my name and they know what my name brings. So it's just like. I collab with women, but I got to make sure, like, you're genuine. Because I don't want no just a collaboration type of vibe. I want a friend vibe. Like, I'm cool, even though I'm not friendly. But once I get comfortable with you, okay, cool. But, yeah, I collab with women. What y'all think about collabs? I feel like collabs are very, very beneficial, especially if you want to reach a new demographic. But I feel like you should treat collabs sort of like you would treat anything else. You wouldn't just link with anybody. You wouldn't just hang out. You want to, again, see their vibe, see their energy, match it. Like, are y'all in the same headspace? Like, does this actually make sense? You know what I'm saying? Like, if, I, I'm, if I'm a rapper, I'm not just going to hop on anybody's song. I'm going to make sure this person actually fits the world that I'm living in. So, I don't know. Definitely don't be afraid to be outside and link with other creators because, that's again, that's how you expand your horizon, but, like, also be strategic about it, too. Mm -hmm. I know it sounds crazy. Like, I don't know, like, you using people, but you got to make sure, like, all right, does this make sense? Like, you just got to think. Like, I'm not finna just work with anybody. Like, you wouldn't do business with anybody. So, yeah, I, I really do appreciate collabs, though, because I feel like collabs taught me a lot. You get to learn the other person, learn how they create. And, again, that's also, like, back to the older question. Like, that's what inspires me. You get new video ideas off that where it's like, okay, you did that. This is my swag. This is my own sauce. So, I don't know. Collabs is definitely a necessity, in my opinion. One more thing about collabs. I ain't going to lie, though. When it comes to collabs, videos are always easier. Because, like, say, for example, like, I was in a relationship, y'all know that, like, with YouTube and stuff. It was easier to do the videos because I was like, all right, let's do this for a video. Let's do that. Let's do this. It's easier with another person because you can get them, out, them video ideas quick. With yourself, you be like, damn, what do I want to do? What do I want to vlog? What am I going to name this vlog? What am I going to name it? Like, you know? But with that person, you can be like, oh, he said he liked me. Whole time, that nigga ain't say that. I could just put that. Yeah. Oh, he took me on a date. Whole time, we just walked somewhere. Like, it's easy. So, it's like, like you said, it's beneficial. But with me, uh, <laughs> it's like an eh. So, yeah. It's a hell nah with me. <laughs> nah, yeah, I ain't never. Only thing I do is interview people. I don't like, I ain't going to say I don't like. Matter of fact, I'm just going to keep it transparent. They pay me, so is it? I mean, I feel like... No, I'm saying on somebody else's platform. You can come on my platform. I interview you. That's not a collab. I interviewed you. Paid or not, though, I feel like on oh, my bad. I interview. Yeah, something like that. But, like, I'm saying influencer world. A regular person is not an influencer. Yeah. An influencer? Yeah. Nah. I don't I do not do nothing with influencers. I don't see me do stuff with other influencers. I'm not... Nah. nah. That's real. 
I feel like I don't know. Do you feel like uh, interviewing people again, like whether it's paid or not, though? Do you feel like that help you reach a bigger audience? Though, like, oh, yeah, yeah, I that, feel like it's beneficial that, though in this. Yeah, sense. yeah, it, it can be. But I'm saying collab. I think collab is like we both got some. We both, you know what I'm saying? We both yeah. somebody in a sense. But like another influencer, nah. I feel it. Nah. So one of the um so I'm a graphic designer so I do like a lot of stuff for content creators um as I mentioned I edit for like Queen and Clarence and stuff and so one thing that I learned and that they kind of just put me on game was like okay I'm in I'm in it for the long run with the graphics like mm-hmm. a lot of people they do the thumbnails they do the video edits and it's just like oh this is quick money cuz the same way the actual person in front of the camera is making money graphic designers can also make bread too um and so with that being said like how do y'all know like all right i want to work with this designer um how much should like you respect the designer to charge and different things like that because one thing that i'm learning is like i work with a ton of content creators and they're all paying the same price but they all demand my attention and right away and a lot of them don't plan ahead so like what's your process for planning out the content getting the thumbnail to your editor if you do have one or um and just as like you know as far as like being open to a graphic designer elevating and charging you more so that they can provide you a better service okay so when i when it comes to me planning everything i ain't gonna lie i don't plan i don't plan none of my videos i just go i go but once the video is done, I'd be like, all right, how am I, what am I what am I gonna name? Yeah, what am I gonna name this video? Then boom. That's when I probably like, you know, hit up a grab like a editor or anything. I do my own thumbnails now, but if it was like a vid- like a video that I actually need an editor to do, I tell like I text him like two, three days before my video finna drop. Because what if my video finna drop, you my thumbnail not done. So it's just like I plan it after I'm done with my videos. And like I said, like we were talking about the collaborations and stuff, you gonna know automatically before you do that video what you finna name that video. But by yourself, but by myself, I do it afterwards. That's how I do it. I think that's good. How you say you plan two to give them two to three days ahead. Mm-hmm. And that's what I tell a lot of content creators because they'll come to me and they'll be like, I gotta need this thumbnail in five minutes. I'm like, bro, do you want like the thumbnail to look good or you just want something quick? Because if you want something quick, just go like go to a designer that's mm-hmm. in it for the quick money, quick check. And I had to learn that too, because it was one day I had text um a graphic designer and I needed that thumbnail in like an hour. He was in school. And I ain't know he was in school, but I had a backup. Like, I was like, all right, fuck it. His brother know how to do this shit, too. So I text his brother, and he was like, next time, just call me. And I was like, no, nah, I don't want to bother you. If I know you busy or anything, because I know it was last minute, I had to learn, like, all right, let me get him, like, two days. Because, like, if my thumb ain't not done, now I'm going to do it myself. Yeah. But it's not going to be how I want it, like, how y'all do it. So that's why I always be considerate of, like, what they be doing. What about you? You be having some hard thumbnails. I seen them. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie. My my thumbnail, he he, but damn, they're like full time. He do all my like a lot of editing stuff for me. Yeah. But um, yeah, nah, we. I think me and him was just like last minute. I, I just hit him. He'll pull up like I got messages. I I'm a big thing on. We don't do no capping. But he'll pull over if he in his car. He'll keep his laptop. I text him like we got one that's gonna go up an hour or two. He'll pull over and do it in the parking lot. Like oh, that's me. Feel me. Right. Literally all the time y'all see me with my book bag. <laughs> Not just be having it everywhere. Like I literally got it in the back right now and I did some thumbnails <laughs> before I came. Yanni was like, What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I gotta do this thumbnail. <laughs> yeah. But, but I, nah, I agree. Flowing. I just yeah. be flowing though for real for real. Got you. What about you? Do you plan for your 
Yeah, not talking. Nah, I'm just listening, man. Y'all saying everything I'm already thinking of. But um, for me, when it comes to thumbnails, I've been doing social media for like seven, eight years now. So I just be creating my own thumbnails. Like I just learned over time how to create thumbnails, how to edit videos and just editing in general. So I don't really have to hit up thumbnails, thumbnail editors often. Now, when it comes to my music and graphic designs, I don't. Well, I did recently edit my own graphic design, but I like to hit up people uh, ahead of time. Thumbnail editors, two, three, two, three days ahead of time to give them some time because a lot of times when I used to hit them up in the past, I used to want my like thumbnail same day, and they used to be like, "Bro, hold on," or they will send it back like the next morning. I'm like, "Bro, the video already dropped. I already made it myself." So yeah, I try to get them some time, and then I edit myself. So right now, I make all my thumbnails just to sort of like simplify the process, like. When I'm recording, I already know, like, all right, boom. When the video's done, like, I know what I'm going to call it. Or I'm starting to, the ideas are already starting to flow, what I'm going to call it. And I already know, like, all right, what point of my day could be the thumbnail? I'm already thinking about that before I even open up my computer. So I try to simplify it as much as possible. I really don't try to do too much text. But when I did have a, a thumbnail editor and when I did have a, a video editor for Final Cut or whatnot, um, I used to chop the videos up. Like, don't edit it but chop up all the parts that I know that I want them to cut out, boom, just to make it easier for them. So when they go in and like do the dirty work, it's quick and easy. Like the content that they playing with, they don't got to like take it out and start trashing it, uh, the the silence clips, da, da, da. Because before I want my videos like fast, like especially like when I, when I was making older content like five years ago, like everything was like hella edited. So I used to go in, chop up the video, all right, boom. Then I'm going to send it to them, and that's what you work with. So, boom, when they start adding the edits, it's, like, quick and fast, boom. I Sometimes I used to get videos back same day, boom, post. So, I don't know. But as far as right now, though, I feel like I can't have a concrete answer because I know exactly how I'm going to edit my videos when I'm filming it. Like, when I'm filming it, I know, like, all right, this going to make YouTube. If it's a dead clip, all right, I might as well go ahead and trash this. Like, I know this is not going to go. And if, I'm, if I go and watch it, and sometimes it might go, but in my head while I'm filming, I already know, like, What's the video? Like, I, I know what I'm, I don't know, I'm yapping too much. But y'all get what I'm trying to say. Good. That is good. And I realized that over time, like, people, before it was like, oh, add a bunch of colors, do a bunch of emojis and stuff. But now, a lot of my clients, they'd be like, bro, just make it simple. Like, we do not need all these emojis, this color and stuff. Because it goes back to what you said. People want realistic stuff. If you just add in all of these animated looks and stuff on the thumbnail, it's not really... Yeah, it takes away from it. So yeah, I, I like that. Um, and yeah, it's almost time to eat. Um, what's one question that we didn't ask you that you wish we would have asked? Where's she at? Dang, she ain't in here. Don't think. The vegan. I don't wanna. Uh, what's her name? Shit, shy. She asked about consistency. Um. Okay. So. One thing about consistency, I used to be, like, the person who was, like, very inconsistent. Like, I'll wait to drop a video three weeks. But then when I started peeping how when my video do good and I wait a long time, that next video can do bad. And then on top of that, I have people who actually be like, when you dropping a video? When you dropping a video? When you dropping a video? People be on my ass. Like, do this. Come on. Come on. So I had to put a schedule for myself because, like I said, I am a brand owner and I do other things. So... When it comes to me recording and about to drop a video, most of the time I drop videos on Sundays and Wednesdays. So every other day, I got to do other stuff, also vlog. So when you want to be consistent, figure out what days are good for you. Because most of the time, you're going to um, overwork yourself, and you're going to be like, damn, like I can't do this. Like I can't even drop this video on that day. I can't even vlog that video on that day. Because guess what? I had other stuff planned, and I didn't even rec recognize that. So... 
when it comes to me vlogging, I do I take my camera with me everywhere. Every single where. So it's just like if I do peep that I can vlog something, I put put my camera out quick. And then boom, I go home, edit, drop. So just figure out what days you can do everything and what days are good for you and boom, you're gonna be straight. Oh. Nah, I, I ain't gonna lie, I hit on. Nah. Consistency though, I, I think consistency, you really hit it on the head for real, for real. I, I think I'm pretty consistent. Come natural. Uh, like dealing with like burnout. And do you just completely go cold turkey, stop posting content, or do you batch the content and just post while you taking that break? Me personally, I ain't gonna lie, I, I don't burn out because, like I said, my main thing I do is trade. So I make content. Anybody tell you, like, they, they be having days where they're like, bro, you need to make a video today. I don't feel like it. And that's just straight up. That's the way I don't burn out. I don't want to make a video today. I'm trading today. I'm cool. I'll record when I want to. That way I can last forever. I say it's the long game. It's not the short game. I'm thinking five years ahead. I'm still cool making content because, for one, I haven't made every idea I can think about. I ain't did everything. It's like, I, it's so much I haven't done, but it's cool. I can get to it. You know? Yeah, I can't say about it. Say, for example, like I'm going through something mentally. I always tell my supporters, like, I'm like, all right, now nah, I'm going through some stuff. I ain't really finna be posting, or this is why I haven't posted. That's another reason why they love, like, relating to me and watching me. Because, like, I'm not, a, I'm not a perfect person. I have my days. And everybody be thinking, like, content creators do not have those days. It be days where I be ready to break the fuck down, cry, and get myself back up. So it's just like, I even cried in one of my videos before when I was, I was literally thanking them. I was like, I see how y'all be coming to me and seeing, like, say, for example, I, do, I don't post. One of my fan pages is going to end up be like, you okay? Everybody be peeping. Like, if I don't post sometimes, they're going to be like, something going on. And they'll come to me be like, you okay? Just know we here. Take your time. And I told them, I was like, I actually appreciate that because I know I'm a person who help y'all through y'all depression. But also, y'all be motivating the fuck out of me. So it's like, I can't go cold turkey because y'all going to peep and y'all going to keep me pushing. So I just be very open sometimes. Like, I'm not a really open person, like, I hold my emotions in, but with them, it was just like, damn, like, y'all be seeing, y'all seen me ever since I've been starting YouTube, and y'all give me that, that clap, or, that clap or that pat on my back, like, I'm proud of you, and I'd be like, damn, y'all my, y'all my folks, but yeah, that's how I am. When it comes to my content, I make, I make Christian content, so when it comes to my content, I don't really necessarily get burnout, because... God, yeah. I, I go, I pray. So whenever I feel like I've been doing too much or when I feel like, like, I go out and I'll be, like, preaching the gospel to people and somebody might come across me and tell me something that I don't want to hear, they might be like, nah, you're not this or whatever it may be, persecution, right? And sometimes when you go home, you can feel it weighing on you still mm -hmm. and you can feel like, dang, I kind of want to stop or I don't really want to do this no more. But what I do is I get in a prayer closet and I start praying to God and then, like, he just fills me back up with his love and I realize that I'm not doing it for myself neither. I'm doing it for him, so it changes. It, it's like I'm not doing it for me. Yeah. So it's simply that for me. <laughs> I feel like for me personally, like I've always struggled with consistency, and I feel like recently within like the last year, honestly, like I sort of like figured it out for me what works. Um, so like I don't know if it's like ADHD or like creativity, but like I have a million ideas in one. Like I feel like I'm thinking of so many things that I could do but you gotta write it down. Like, I can't just keep thinking. Like, I, I started getting a notepad and just writing down any ideas, whether it be like, 
all right, boom, this is what I'm into right now. This is the stuff that I'm consuming. Like, I usually write down things that I find cool, and that's why I make content around. And then also, as far as, like, fixating on things. Like, I, I remember I used to make videos, and if it did poor, if it did good, like, I fixate on it. And it's like, all right, boom, you got to keep your head down. And then once I post, I'm on to the next one. Like, I'll post, boom, say I post a TikTok. Regardless, like, I posted a uh, video at GSU that low-key went kind of viral a little bit. Um... I don't even be feed like I see the the notification like the like number, but I promise you I don't click on the video. See what these folks talking about in the comments. Like I'm already thinking, what am I gonna do tomorrow? What am I gonna do in the next three days? Like I try to just keep my head down, and just like create every I actualize every idea that I'm thinking instead of just thinking it. Because if you just thinking it, it's not gonna go nowhere. Like you gotta have some sort of action. Like you gotta implement. So that's what I do, and that was like the cure to my like honestly my inconsistency because. Once I was like, all right, boom, I just finished this, but I also wrote down I wanted to do this. All right, how are we going to do this? And then after I did that, how are we going to do this? But like also find some balance and take time for yourself too so you don't get burnt out because you don't want to do every idea you wrote down in one week and you ain't got no more ideas. So like find what works for you. And then eventually if you get ideas, 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 and you can do every idea you wrote down for the week because you know you're going to have another week of ideas, go for it. But, like, know what works for you. Like, don't try to overdo it, but don't underdo it either. Like, you got to give effort. You got to work, too. Like, it's, it's a work ethic. Yeah, one more thing to get in. Okay. Also, when you get burnt out, you got to think to yourself, bills don't stop. <laughs> so you got to keep going. Like, this, you got to keep going. It's like, so, I'm going to some more this. And, like, <laughs> you, can't, you can't just stop because you hurting, like, Take that time for yourself, but make sure you think it to yourself. Bills don't stop. Like, come on now. Like you said, give it to God. God gonna, God gonna guide you through every part of your life. You might be thinking, God, why are you putting this on me? Why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? God doing that for a reason. Just sit down and talk to him. Boom, you straight. Just stop trying to, yeah, try to figure it out by yourself. You, your own understanding can fuck you up. Yeah. So it's just like let God do it. And you continue to do what you have to do for God and for you. So, yeah. Appreciate that. Yo, y'all really helped me for with the content. <laughs> like, y'all done put me on. Like, I wouldn't take notes if I wasn't on the panel. <laughs> yeah, for real, I'm going to go back and watch this episode and be like, all right, she said this, he said this. I'm about to go in. <laughs> and it helped me uh, with what you said of, like, growing pains with the podcast. Mm -hmm. For YouTube videos, I could come up with content all day. Mm -hmm. Now, when it's for my own content, I'm stuck. I'm like, dang, what do I create? Like, mm -hmm. how do I... Where do I go next? Like, what's the content I'm going to do? So, yeah, I definitely appreciate y'all. We appreciate y'all for all, like, just showing up and, like, you know, dr dropping y'all game because y'all did not have to be here. You feel me? So, yeah, we appreciate y'all. Let's get it. Yeah, I was going to say that. And so the last thing, uh, let them know where they can find y'all. Um, let's start with you, duh. <laughs> hey, man, tap in with my socials, Life of Cash K, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, music. Everywhere, just type in the life of Cash Care. Cash Care, you're going to see it. Appreciate y'all. Uh, my social media is Lavado, L-A-V-A-A-D-O. That is my real name. A lot of people be saying, like, Lavado, Lavado, but it's Lavado <laughs> on all platforms. Yes, sir. Okay. Oh. <laughs> uh, y'all can follow me at Yanni Bratcher and support my clothing brand at Wise Label. And y'all can follow me at Roy Travion and support my content creation agency at Roy T. Made it. Let's get it. And y'all can follow my fashion brand at Jael Official, J-A-E-L-L -L Official. And my personal is at I am Jada Ellis, J-A-Y-D-A-E-L-L-I-S. Yeah. <laughs>
And mine is Gloja's, G-L-O-J-A-Y-S, on everything. Mine is Kaimoni, K-H-I-A-M-O-N-I-Q-U-E, on Instagram and on YouTube. Put an underscore after Kaimoni for TikTok, though. Period. Yeah, make sure y'all follow all of us, support all of us. And if y'all like this video, comment down below your favorite tip that you're going to implement because we execute and we not just sitting on ideas. It's good to know, but you got to do it too. You know what I'm saying? So make sure y'all comment down below y'all favorite tip. Also, make sure y'all subscribe and stream on Spotify and Apple Podcasts at Growing Pains Podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.